Welcome back to the Collide, everybody, for the intro to episode 11. Uh, I'm Josh Greenway, your dungeon newbie, and instead of playing D&D, you guys, I just wanted to quickly pitch this idea of a new format where we interview old people who used to tour with rock bands, and we'll call it Antiques Roadie Show. No take. Okay, that's fine. Uh, anyways, so joining me today uh, is our classic adventure party lineup, Chris Hilfiger. Hi, I'm Chris Hilfiger, and I play the character Adria, a little short halfling woman who is uh, a little honest and abrupt, and uh, though she means well, doesn't always show it. Yeah, and then we've got, uh, I have to have better reactions to the characters. That was a great little fact, and I just didn't even react to it. Um, Thanks, Josh. <laughs> Appreciate that. Anyways, steamrolling over that shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> as we did our little level ups, do you have anything you want to talk about for Adria for level two? Um, so one of the things that druids get to do is they get to choose a circle. And it's kind of the focus of their spell casting. It can affect their um, shape-shifting and a bunch of other aspects of druidism. And Adria is the circle of spores. So she's got little spores floating around her head now. And she can make those do stuff. Pretty cool. Weep. All right, I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, and then uh, we have joining us as well, Shay. Uh, I was going to say Shay Hillfigure. <laughs> uh, Shay Ingram. We're married now. <laughs> hey, everybody. Shay Ingram here. I play Sir Dardendrian, the Dragonborn Paladin. As part of the, the level up process, I was able to choose a, a style of fighting, and I uh, chose protection so I can actually take care of my little adventure party crew because they're all little guys and somebody needs to look after them. That's fair, yeah. You're the tallest one. You've got to do it. Right on. And then we have joining us as well, Kyle Kane. Yeah, I'm playing uh, Othian. Uh, really love animals, just can't get enough of them. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do me That's a favor? It. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you change a goddamn yeah. thing. That was fantastic. <laughs> That's cool. I wonder what Othian's <laughs> levels up are. We're not going to know now, so. And then joining us again after a brief respite is Original Flavor Daniel. Original Flavor Daniel, not like modern day fructose syrup induced. Nacho cheesier. Oak. Yeah, nacho cheesy <laughs> Daniel. Yeah. Hi, this is Daniel Locke. I play the Bard Feelings. I am also Cow Number Two in Bat Boy the Musical in Arizona. So that's over, so you guys can't check yeah, it out. Yeah, I like how you're plugging <laughs> a show that's over. <laughs> you guys can't watch it, but you know. As the uh, residential other podcaster here, I have to plug something. So there's that. Um, yeah, uh, Bard, level two, got some more hit points, got a new skill called Jack of All Trades. You'll figure that out real fast what that does. Cool, cool. Feels like I should have asked some questions before the episode started. Yeah, yeah, All right. Ask me some questions, Josh. Go for it. No, it's, I mean, I kind of want to know what question, I, I, I want to know what that is. Like, what does that do? What? Jack, all of the trades. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Fuck me. You're right. I am just going to Google it, like <laughs> I said. The most important thing is to know where to find the answers. <laughs> just be careful Googling jacking trade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, like... Hey, my name's Trade. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I'm going to look up Jack of All Trades. While I'm looking this up, for real, though, what was Othian's... Uh, did he get any notable updates in level two? Uh, yeah, he did. And uh, let me let me go into that. Thanks, Kyle. 
This episode of Crash Course DM is brought to you by One Shot at a Time, a D&D podcast. He's just getting ahead of it. He knows we're going to do and it And anyway. we're back from the commercial break. Uh, he has cunning action. I can take a bonus action on each of my turns to take the dash, disengage, mm. or hide action. Awesome. That's going to come in all kinds of convenient, I bet, and definitely spoil some stuff for me, too. So, neat. Remember, DMs, you should definitely know what your players are even going to do, so or capable of doing. A little hard when the players don't even know what they're going to do. Very true, but I also didn't even tell you guys to level up until Chris reminded me. So You're welcome. Today's Level Up is brought to you by Chris, everybody. Just sponsored by Chris. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Minty Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Minty, original mint-flavored Chris. So. <laughs> uh, it's so funny if you look up Jack of All Trades in the... Uh, and this is great radio, but if you look up Jack of All Trades on Google, it's just people asking what Jack of All Trades does. You do have access... Uh, to D&D Beyond, so I think that should just give you the for the actual description. I could also tell you, but you searching has been much more entertaining for me. <laughs> oh yeah, this is just scintillating, I'm sure. Now we can vamp for the next 30 to 45 minutes as we vamp. Time to get vamping. You get to add half of your proficiency bonus to any ability check that doesn't already include your proficiency? Okay. Yeah, so it's real boring. Um, at least right now, because I'm only level 2, so my proficiency is plus 2, so adding one to everything but still fun that's cool that's not as bad as i thought it was gonna be then yeah if you're looking to dive into bards the their ability is just like we can get through most skill checks one way or another we'll brute force it nice okay cool for today's episode you guys i have a few call outs at the top for things i'm going to hold myself accountable on as usual pacing 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 I started a timer at the top of the episode um, and realized that i was supposed to do it now so i actually have to stop the timer and start it over again so this is going well. This is all going in the edit. Our DM is questionable at best. <laughs> He's doing a great job. I like our DM, especially on Thanksgiving break right beforehand. He's we don't need to do this. Anyways, call outs for today. Pacing. Uh, I want to add a timer to the session that's going to go off in an hour. And then player inclusion. I want to make sure that I'm doing a better job at you all participating in the things and giving space for that. I'm trying to keep it simple. So I just did those two for now. And then I also have a plan to make sure that more of the actual story context is a lot clearer to the adventure party by the end of this as well. You guys have any thoughts or add-ons or edits there? Yeah, let's set some goals for you, all right? Since you have these specific segments that you want to hit like pacing and getting people more involved as far as pacing goes is there a certain point in the story you're aiming to hit uh yes yes there is so mark that down on your little like one note or whatever your ever note oh like all of my notes in front of me that explain the things i want to get through today i should put it in the (laughs) notes yes exactly (laughs) and then boom you got it your goal is to hit that by the time limit we got and then you know this is revolutionary yeah, this is great. This well, is yeah. Th- Thanks for reinventing <laughs> my timer for me. Um, <laughs> no, I just had to do, like, goal settings for my job for the next year, and I'm just like... You set <laughs> everyone's goals. Yeah, so now I'm going to set everybody's goals. That's Fielding's job for today. I thought you were going to give me some, like, achieve, like things to accomplish. Like, okay, cool, I want you to do this, like, X number of times or something in the episode, but that's... Okay, I want you to have Kyle brought into the story five times oh easy yeah for that's sure. actually a good point because when i was listening through episode eight on spotify on the crash course dm spotify page there there was like a good solid 20 minutes that went by that i almost forgot kyle was in the episode yeah that's, that's intentional <laughs> wait kyle was in the last episode i know i mean it blows your mind right yeah 
I mean, he plays a rogue, so it makes sense. No, he doesn't. He's got four <laughs> sentences, you guys, okay? I think we can get to five this time. Cool. All right. Goal's set. Let's rock and roll. Love it. Okay, cool. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to start my timer. I actually have another goal. I'd like to, uh, <laughs> since we're using the number five, I'd like five distinct accents. Uh, it's, oh, at some point. five distinct yeah. accents. Excellent. Okay. Right. From Josh, right? Yeah. Okay. We only have one character. Perfect. We can't really change our accent. I mean, you can. Like, I, I, I want to hear you all do five characters. I'm just kidding. I'd um, like to hear, since we're setting goals for Josh, I would like to hear a character, at least one, I'll keep it low, one character that pops into the episode whose name starts with an X, a W, or a Z. X, W, or Z. Oh, perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, this is good stuff. I love this. All right. Jay, you want to get on this? Yeah, um, I want I want at least one of your characters to have like an uh, unhealthy obsession with peanut butter. Okay, done. All right. Not in like a weird way. He just really likes peanut butter. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah, I get you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm on the same page. So I was going to say, maybe I've made a huge mistake, but I got to say, these are fun. I think this is going to be a really good time. I like that none of them are about your actual like, yeah, it's DMing. <laughs> not helpful. It's but just us, like, pimping you. <laughs> Recap of last time. After escaping from the time jump and rescuing the possessed dwarf Grumsveer Eldercrag from an underground chamber, you all met up with your compatriot Othian, who is a professional pet napper and rogue in the Isle of Kit's Redux. And you met Kit, and you could not barely understand him. Uh, given that he didn't have a wagon to sell you, you got to negotiate with him for a little bit to get some wheels and a mysterious green glue for 10 gold pieces. Kit also let you know about the option of going to the temple or talking to a healer to get Grumsveer unpossessed and asked you not to bring him to the shop again. Othian left with one of his cats before you had Eddie, the driver, put together a new wagon for you out of the remnants of the job board golem, which I love so much that it had been swept to the side to put the new one in the place. You took the horribly possessed Grumsveer and uh, Kit's cat to the temple of Torm's local chapter, where you met an old buddy of Sura's, Brother Pebble, and left him in his care before setting off to find the temple's most gifted healer, Del Scrollin. You hopped in your new and roughly hella dope stagecoach and rode out to the nearby Sky White Swamps to find Del and this mysterious other healer who had left town to try to close the portals to the were realms that keep opening in the swamps. Navigating through the swamp peacefully, you avoided uh, some stuff skillfully with Adria kind of remembering the way and that you should not go where basilisks walk. And uh, you made your way through the swamps. You met a man who swore a whole bunch, which in retrospect ended up sounding like a lot of beeps. He led you to the cave where Del Scrollin, the heel in his hands in the West, was attempting to restore the eyesight of a bloodied and blind old gnome woman who you all recognized to be Quinder, the gnome sorceress from the time jump. She seemed surprised but relieved to recognize one of you upon your entrance, turning to call out to Adria by name. And that's where we find ourselves today. A faint choir of crickets can be heard trilling to the relative safety of the surrounding swamp. There is an iron-tinged sense of blood that mixes with the stale cave air and smell of burning wood. There's firelight dancing over Quinder's face, sort of betraying a, a wry grin and... You can blood-soaked bandages are encircling her entire head, obscuring most of her face above her nose, so you can't see her eyes. Uh, just very, very bloody. Uh, she sniffs at the air for a moment in the direction of the party. Mm. There's no doubt about it. You're Adria, but something's something's different. You don't you don't seem like you're feeling like yourself. Actually, oh, 
This is the year 700, so... She starts counting you all. Something's off. You don't have Levin with you. Where's... Is it... Do you have Grumsvier? Where's the bracelet? She looks panicked all of a sudden. Uh, Quinder, is that you? Uh, well, we left Grumsvier. We didn't think that the swamp was the best place for him, so, you know, we left him back in the uh, the town over with one of our good buddies over there. Okay, there's, um... Well, hey, what's up with you? How have you been? I mean, it's been a long time. I can't, I gotta be honest, I didn't expect to see you here. Well, uh, it's after 100, 700 years, I suppose you're all probably due for something of an explanation, finally. I know we kind of left on not the best terms. I, I guess you could say that, yeah. I can explain everything. Uh, I have all the answers, but I'm also going to have to ask you all for a favor. And as Quinder starts to talk, and we'll get back to her in a second, you all, as inhabitants of Elton, know that on one hand, these wear portals, like, they're not uncommon. They're generally known to be temporary, like a wild rift between the material plane and a place called the Werewood. The Sky White Swamps have been plagued by them for as long as most people can remember, but lately they have definitely become more frequent, and they've been getting bigger and staying open for longer. And sometimes they let out things like the Were Kitten that you all fought a long, long, long time ago. And uh, Quinder says, We can... I don't really have any social capital to leverage here, so we can do this a couple of ways. I have something I can explain here and give you all of the context about what has happened here and, and what we're in the middle of. Um, I'm also kind of in a bad way right now. Uh, my eyes are kind of gone, and she gestures to the bandages on her face like you didn't obviously notice that. You didn't notice that. Del's like, I did a pretty good job uh, bandaging her up, but yeah, it's real ugly under there. Don't lift them. It's bad. And she says, I was digging through a where one of the wear portals. There's a huge one. Really, it's the biggest one you've ever seen. It's I've never seen anything that large. You almost don't notice it. It's like the forest changes. And uh, something attacked me in there. And I, I didn't really get a chance to see it, but something kind of took me out. And Del found me randomly. And I'm blind, and I need my magical eye back. I need you to help me get my eye back. Only one was magical. May I please make an insight check on this lady? Yeah. While he's insight checking, I want to say that you hit five voices within the span of like five minutes of this episode. So good job. Oh, thanks, man. That is a 10 on my part. A 10 on your part. Okay. Yeah, she seems like she's being straightforward. Okay. She seems not as calm or not as like freaked out and frenetic as the last time you saw her. Definitely not being as shifty as before. Much a more still being. What? She also does not look like she has physically aged a whole lot since the last time you saw her. What race is she? Do She's we know? a gnome. Okay, that tracks. Um, so you're saying that you you went into this web portal and then you got your eyes taken out by something attacking. So wouldn't your eye then be in the web portal? It is. So we, are you asking us to, I'd like to look back at the rest of the party you asking us to go into a where portal right now? Uh, probably several. Um, where is this portal? Oh. Dell just like <laughs> falls over laughing like, ah, <laughs> that is the funniest thing. Oh my God. It's about like an hour walk away. Um, there's a spot where I, I found her and decided to beat feet, but I could uh, get, paint you all a map, uh, draw you something so you could get there. Will you just take us there yourself? Uh... I feel like you should. 
You know, I'm really more of like a clearing out unholy blockages kind of a healer, but uh, make a uh, persuasion check. Well, you see uh, Othian over here looks, I mean, he's real blocked up, and the only way to unblock this is to walk into the portal. 23. You uh, you kind of stopped up there, buddy? You need you need some help? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I got some blockage, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I know how that goes, man. Tell you what, we're going to heal the living shit out of you. Trust me. All right, it's gonna be uncomfortable at first, but it's gonna work. All right. I hope it's not living. Now, uh, I can't, I can't guarantee, but I mean, the frankly, I could use a break. The stuff under the bandages is really, really gross. So, uh, we could do this. Uh, you all seem uh, like capable adventurers. Um, she's in this nice mystical hidden cave, so uh, I can definitely take you there and at least show you where the portal's at. I guess that's reasonable. That's essentially what I was asking for. So, yeah, please. I, um, I mean. What can we expect to find in there? Like, are we going to walk in and be prepared for the fight of our lives? Or is it more of a puzzle-based situation? Like, what is in store for us here? Well, well we I mean, it was... Uh, time, so that's a whole thing. Assu- assuming we're kittens, probably. Where, I mean, yeah, we're kittens. That, that sounds thing. good. <laughs> <laughs> he seems really into the were kittens. Is that normal? Is that this guy? <laughs> There's a big black market for were kittens, actually. Othian does quite well there. Oh, dang. Othian is actually, like, well-known in the industry for being the guy who can get you, like, a were-kitten if it comes down to it. That's why we keep running into him. Just constant flashbacks of us, like, fighting were-kittens with silver daggers. And <laughs> the last one was just one that got out of his room in the keep. It wasn't even... <laughs> it wasn't even, like, going to a portal. It's just like, oh, no, ah, it's broken the kitchen. It's stealing all the milk. Well, I mean, I stepped... I didn't get too far into the werewood. Uh, the the spot that she ended up in, there was a big rock that was on top of a larger rock, uh, sort of kind of like your height, actually, pointing at Adria. It was like something like your height on there, and then uh, it, there was a, a ball hanging from it, and she was just kind of bleeding, her face bleeding all over on the rock. And then, you know, you turn her over, and it's like, Ugh. you know, I can hear you when you point out the fact that my eye looks terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's just real rough. Wait, there's a bloody rock? Yeah, she she definitely probably left some blood on the rock so you could see it. But like it's great. Hey. It should be a relatively straight shot, except it is about an hour's walk and it is way too wet for a wagon. Well, Sura, you're kind of the best at gauging these situations. How, what are your feelings right now? I, Good, I bad, must other? be honest. I'm not thrilled to see Quindo. I feel like our interactions have not been pleasant so far. But that's fair. That's totally fair. But. If we do this, can you help us with Grumsvia? Well, shoot, I can help you guys with Grumsvia when we get back. That's no problem. So you, Dell, you can help us. Yeah, with absolutely. Can you do that now? Uh, oh, you want me to go back and just heal him now? I'll leave you all here. I can go heal him. You've already convinced me to abandon this woman alone in the forest. So, how, how do you do? You already know what's wrong with him. Well, you just said he's possessed. Can we not take the woman with us? Who? Quinda. Yeah. Her eyeballs. I would really rather stay. I've got one hit point. I would rather stay by the fire, if that's cool with everybody. I, I guess I, I'm trying to figure out why we would need to find Quinder's eye if Dell can heal Grumsvere. Right. That's fair. I can. So I know why the wear portals are opening, and I know how to close them. And it has, and it has a direct implication to a lot of the stuff that we all did together 700 years ago. Oh, yes, where you made me officiate a wedding with no knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you were 
You were not very forthcoming then. Also, we would kind of be like stepping on Othian's like market if we closed all the portals. Just saying. It's kind of a weird like catch 22. I don't know if that's proper here. I know. It's it's like a, you know, cash flow kind of thing. We got to be we got to be uh, thinking about every angle here. There's a lot of stakeholders involved in this situation. All right, well, and if you guys aren't going to help us with the wear portal, I mean, I guess I still kind of have to help Grums here, but it just kind of feels like you're taking advantage of the situation. I mean, the magic eye is pretty cool. Wait, that's definitely not what a catch-22 means. Okay, I just realized. I'm sorry. So you meant a Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Fahrenheit? Uh, legitimately, like, closing the wear portals is very dangerous for us, um, although we do know you from a long time ago, and... I do see the benefit of doing so. Uh, I okay. I need to tell you some stuff. At this point, our dungeon will be went into a long, unhelpful, uninteresting lore dump, and the bullet points were: Ever Elton the First caused the collide after being tricked by Lokiern and his subordinate Gerald. He thought he was going to replace his brother's kingdom with unpopulated territory. Instead, he accidentally killed everybody and the new territory was already inhabited. Another collide is going to happen again soon. If Quinder can't figure out how to close the Fey Gate, she needs the adventure party to retrieve her magic eye in order to do so. Okay, let's get back into it. Huh. That could, that is devastating for sure. I, shit, that's bad. Okay, um... Well, I don't know about all of you. I didn't experience all that, but I uh sounds to me like she means well. I'm I mean, I'm more than happy to go on an adventure with all of you. To be fair, like the amount you experienced versus what we saw, practically the same thing, okay? That's about all I got. All right. Um let let me just get this straight. If we don't do this, then another collide could happen. It it could, yeah. You should have opened with that. I also agree. <laughs> that seems like the better statement. Self-preservation is much more important to us than finding your eye, Quinder. No offense. That's no offense taken. I mean, time travel has a funny way of adjusting your priorities. So, I mean, my, uh, that's, that's fine. So, we need your eye to stop the collide. I need my eye in order to help figure out how we stop these portals from opening. So I, I need your help getting it back. I don't have all the answers yet. Fair enough. Okay, so we need her eyeball. And you will, eyeball. you will help us with Grumsphere. Yes. Or Dell. Somebody will help us figure out what's going on with Grumsphere. Someone will get Grumsphere situated, ideally. Um, you're at 1 HP, so we can't take you to a portal. But we also can't leave you here in the muck where what we heard were basilisks walking around, well, if I remember correctly. There is the cart. Uh, we're in a pretty cool, there. like, magic enclosure thing, too. Like, I sort of put a cool wall up on the cave so you can't see here. Like, she's probably fine. I do trust Del. Del Del's, Del's good people. All right, Del. Good guy. Your kind care. <laughs> if we come back with just an eyeball and you guys are missing... Wait, or I'm going with y'all, right? You're going strolling with Dale Scrolling. Well, it sounds like we can't do that, because if we take you with us, she's going to be out here on her own. Are you going to leave the cave if we leave? Well, I might to go to the bathroom. You can't leave the cave if we're going to leave. I think she'll stay in here. The, there's also the driver of the cart who's still there. Yes, sirs, I'm over here. I am I could stay with the cart and the old lady, if that makes us feel better. Oh, sorry, not not you, Edmund. The, uh, oh. the foul-mouthed one whose cart I pulled out of the mud. Oh, yeah, is oh, that is guy still with there? us? 
Didn't he take us to the cave? You're right. He yeah, did. he I did. I totally forgot about that guy. I'm trying to remember his voice. It was just very loud. That's most of the voices. <laughs> <laughs> that's Josh's voice. That's, that's me. That's just Josh Brand. So this is his voice now. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What did you ask me? Would you stay here with Quinda to make sure that no harm falls to her? Yeah, sure. Perfect. See? <laughs> that was easy. Solved. Done. <laughs> is your cart salvageable? Yeah. Why? I was just I was just curious. I was thinking I might borrow one of your wheels as a Oh, shield. I mean, those are te- you could definitely have one of those. Uh, there's a spare in the back. Oh, perfect. Yes, I'd love to They're take that if you great. would mind. That's fine. Okay, I recommend you update upgrade this as soon as possible. That's fine. It'll do for now. So he's going to give you a yeah, you know how a wagon wheel. Perfect. It is a shield. Is that the goal? Yep. Love it. Okay. Um I mean, I don't know what if anyone else has anything. I don't know if Othian wants to steal someone's stuff. What's Othian doing right now? I don't see any pets around, so I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling. All right. Sounds good. Adria. Yeah. Do you have a backpack? I do. Okay, cool. Your backpack's vibrating. Uh, uh, pull it off. Look inside. Is there anything in there? That rock that you picked up once upon a time is buzzing. Oh, rocky. Uh... I, I pull out my rock. I, um, oh, it just stopped vibrating. It just stopped. Darn it. Is it like making any lights or is it just vibrating? Uh, oh. No, it, 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 uh, it, it was vibrating for a second. It stopped. There's no light coming off of it, but your, your rock was actually buzzing for a moment in your hand. I shake it next to my ear. Nothing happens. Uh, hello? Hello? Why is this guy talking to a rock? <laughs> Darn it, nothing happens, yeah. We've been trying to reach you about your extended life. My rock was just buzzing, I swear. I, I, that's weird. I don't like, this is weird. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. Uh, Rocky's buzzing. Sounds like he's been buzzing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I wish. Ugh. I put... Shove the rock back in my bag. Well, while Adrian's dealing with the rock, I mean, we're, I'm ready to head off towards the portal. All right. So yeah, we're all going to go. Let's, let's go. Get some cats. Sweet. So uh, Dell gets his uh, battle hammer out. And uh, not out, but he just, like, gets all the stuff ready. Uh, yeah, let's head out, y'all. Let's go. And you set off on your way to uh, find the wear portal again. Before we leave, can I address Quinder? Yeah. I just want to... Quinder, I know you can't see because of your eye situation, but I'm actually <laughs> very tall. You only knew me as Elton, but I'm, I'm a very tall. Sure you are. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. You yeah, seem I'm like the n- tallest one. Now we definitely she, like, need gives to She like, gives Adria a nod like she's winking, but you, she's <laughs> obviously not winking. Yeah. I'm actually more... Uh, I'm more committed to getting that eye now so she can truly see. Yeah, Quinder, I just wanted to let you know that I'm also really, really tall still. Uh, actually, I'm I'm taller than Sora over here. Uh, Lokirn was a dwarf compared to me. Yeah, sure, got that. Yep, absolutely, everybody. I'm, <laughs> I'm literally hunching over in this cave right now. Yeah, me, Adria me too. has plenty of headspace. Yeah, because I'm also hunched over, so I've got <laughs> plenty of headspace. <laughs> Do y'all want to go, or are you going to keep just talking to the gnome lady while she's trying to nap? We could go. Yeah, hey, Kunder, I want you to know I'm actually fine. a Goliath from the north, and I just have battle Feelings nobody believes you. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs>
I just want to say I'm average height. Uh, that's that's it for me. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I'm going to be making some notes so that if this <laughs> matches up with the later, I won't be surprised. There'll be a quiz at the end. All right. All right. Off we go. It'll be a fun time. See you soon. <laughs> so as you leave the cave, there is a series of, you, you realize as you're walking, uh, Dell is leading you along what is an obviously pre-trampled path where he was just trying to find his way. Uh, so he's retracing his old steps to bring you along. And you get probably 100 feet away from the cave, and Adria, your bag is vibrating. Oh, there it is, there it is! I quickly take the bag off, I reach inside and I pull out the rock. Is it vibrating in my hand? A voice. You hear a voice coming out of the rock. Don't freak out. Here, here, listen. Age, when, when is it? It's Isabel's voice. You recognize Isabel's voice. When is it? Like what? Like what year is this? Uh, it's the the year seven hundred. Okay, sweet. Things will work better than the writing. The timing was hard, and I kept getting interference. Listen. This isn't going to make any sense right now, but for some reason, almost everything is off track. I am not supposed to do this. I'm going to cause a little interference on my own here, but I'm almost out of time. And, and okay, basically, what you need to know is when you get to the field of the little portals, the field of the little portals, you have to step into the one that opens and closes very quickly. It's the difference between life and the rock. Wait, oh, oh, okay. I'll give you the details again. Scramble through my bag to pull out any kind of thing to take notes with. The fields of the little portals. Step into the one that opens and closes rapidly. Uh, uh, okay. Othian, when we get to these portals, how do you best catch Werekitten? You know, we might as well make a profit while we're here, right? It's a complicated process. Each Werekitten is different. Uh, I'll go into it. We see one. Okay. Anything I can assist with? Wait, Isabella, I... If, okay. what is, are you, are you in this rock? Unbelievable. Are you in there? Are we going to find, what's, are you okay? The voice comes back for a second. Sorry, I'm super out of time, but like, no, this is like our Rocky talkie thing. Like, this is so we can like chat. All right, cool. Thanks. Bye. Jay's nodding with heavy amounts of disappointment right now. I you hope know. son of a. <laughs> I think it's pushed a rock. <laughs> How fucking long were you planning that? Because uh, he picked up that rock, episode one. <laughs> uh, I'd like to look at the rest of the party, panicked, and like... I, I swear, Isabella just talked to me through the rock. She said, when we get to the field of the little portals, we need to go to the one that's flashing really, really quickly. It's really important. It's life and death. I don't know why. She didn't tell me why. But something something big is happening, and I think that we need to make sure that we listen to her, because I, I trust Isabella. Could we hear it? I'm going to let Chris decide. Is mm. your Rocky Talkie something that's just you chatting with it and I you like, hear it? Or? I love the idea that it's just me who can hear it. I do, too, so mm-hmm. much. Then can I roll insight on Chris? Yes. <laughs> Chris and not Adria? Yeah, you're rolling. So Sura <laughs> rolls insight on Chris Hillfigure. <laughs> so four. <laughs> you have no idea if, if, she, if, if Adria is being sincere. Mm. Something is weird here. You know what, Adria? How... I'll, I'll say that I believe that you believe. How about that? After all that we've been through, 
Do you want to get the snare right? Not too big, not too small. I'm saying, I'm saying, if if you say Isabella's talking to you, then okay. Well, I appreciate it. Exactly. They're like fishing both cats. Anyway, y'all ever notice that like when there's like five people, there's like side combos that happen, right? And things split off. It's just sort of. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll bring you to it. Like, would you like a cut on this wear kit market we're getting into? That could be interesting. You know, normally I'm like a healer slash butt. I'd like to walk up and grab Dell by the arm, say, we need to go. You need to take us to where we need to go and pull and walk very quickly at this point. You're like dragging. He's like a toddler getting like dragged by a parrot, but you're two feet shorter than him. (laughs) You're just, uh, oh yeah, sorry, this way, this way, this way. It's this way, everybody. (laughs) And as you walk along, he's guiding you through the brush and... You actually, at one point, cross along a little footpath, and you see, just running, there's a human male in full plate armor that's, like, jogging down the path. He's exhausted and out of breath, uh, and in, in his backpack is strapped to his back, and sitting in it, laughing and smiling to himself, is an old male goblin. He is a paladin that's, that, that's uh, just sort of running around with his goblin on his back. Goblin on your back, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's my teacher. He's training me in the ways. Oh, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> what, <laughs> what is going on today? Does this goblin look alive? And I will. What, what's, hey, uh, what does the goblin talk like? Does he have like a normal speech pattern or maybe a different <laughs> like use of like subject and predicate in, yeah, yeah. than so, we might be used to? I got to follow up. Well, what's your follow up for? What's the name of this area uh, we're in? Does it rhyme with uh, Ragaba? <laughs> <laughs> you see a sign on the road that says Ragaba this way, and it's. <laughs> and then the other way it's Agrabah, and you're like, all right, cool. <laughs> wow. The old goblin uh, hears him talking to him. He's like, speak, you will not. Yeah. There, there you go. Yep. Makes sense. Sorry, he said not to talk. This is where we're doing a really big. I got a bunch of chores to do. We got training today, guys. This is my voice oh, now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just killing those axes. Love it. Okay. Um, yeah, we're heading to the uh, Sea of Portals or the Land of Many Portals, the Swamp Portal, Mini Portal thing. You've seen that. We're looking for a field with a whole bunch of little portals, and one of them is flashing really fast. Doesn't Dell know the way? Yeah, y'all, you don't have to talk to this weirdo. Like, he just seems like, I don't know, what are you even doing? I'm being shown the way. By washing his shorts and his shirts and his socks. The goblin's just laughing on his back. Of course. Um, <laughs> you said he's a paladin. Can I investigate what god he follows? Yeah, he's just got a shield of Bahamut. <laughs> okay. Bahamut wants you to do that kind of stuff. I think he wants to bring justice to the world. As Although I am not a follower of Bahamut, as a bard, I, you, that is your role. Maybe, but I'm learning the way. The way possibly take you to the portal to assist us in saving the world from a second collide. I don't know what that is. I'm just going to go back to, I guess, running around with my goblin guy. Right. Hey, how'd you make that little backpack thing? Do you got an extra one of those? I do, actually. You have to make them in order to uh, get your, your, uh, your, your bag merit badge. I, could, I, could I get the extra one? I like to I'll sell carry it to you. small little things. Yep. yep. I'll buy it. How much? Give you two gold. Done. It's, yeah, it's definitely not worth that. <laughs> it's not a good bag. But we need one for the wear kittens we're going to catch. You guys are doing wear kittens? Yeah. You want to help? Mm, time you do not have. Late for the bank we are. The bank? 
We've got to deposit that two gold. All right. So normally, Adria would be all in on this, but Adria is freaking out right now and is, like, chomping at the bit to keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Del is like, she's squeezing my arm really hard, y'all. Can we just go and leave this nerd? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your bag? Yeah, I got my bag. All right, we're set. Thank you. Uh, what was your name again? Shut up. Let's go. Okay, bye. <laughs> Swear to God, if it's something like Lake Air Driver, like I'm gonna. My name's Lake Air Driver. <laughs> <laughs> You'll remember me later. Why Lake? Just goes jogging off, exhausted in full plate mail with a goblin on his back. Seems like a good guy. I see kind of dumb. I don't know. Dell, let's go. We're going. Sorry, we're going. So Dell leads you a little bit farther along. Really quickly, I'm going to go ahead and uh, inspire our Othian friend here with a small drum beat to get him ready for the uh, wear kitten catching we're going to do. So you get a dice of inspiration. Thanks, man. I'm I'm getting pumped. I'm running with high <laughs> knees. Yeah. What's your What's the What's the sweet rhythm that he's going to be doing that with? Do you want to like beatbox for us? Uh, totally. That is uh, that is exactly what I want to do here. I'm going to. High knees. <laughs> that was sick. You get a D6 of inspiration that you have. Okay, so he's high knee he's high knee walking, marching along as you're going through the swamp. Is there a way to add that? How do I? Uh I don't think so. You just Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. just take just the, the extra die. You're over halfway through your journey through the swamp now. You've been walking for the better part of 35 minutes, and uh, that's weirdly specific to say the better part of two, but <laughs> 34 and a half minutes. <laughs> you are, I do, you enter a clearing where uh, the ground starts to get a little more solid, and the path that you're walking along becomes less damp and gradually the way you're walking turns into what is actually a road. Like, we just walking through the brush somehow, you've actually ended up walking along on a road as the, as the swamp shifts and firms up behind you. It's less putrid, but you're still definitely kind of in swamp territory. Sura, make a perception check. I mean, everybody can make a perception check if you want to, yeah. It's an 11. An 11. Okay. Okay, so you, with an 11, you notice some fireflies in the distance. Hmm. I reckon there's about 10 million of them. <laughs> and then an owl eats a lot of them. Um, okay, so you keep walking along, and then at some point you realize that it's getting a little bit cooler out in the air. And after you walk for a little bit, you realize it's quiet and you don't remember it getting quiet. But it's very quiet. The air is still. Do we all notice this? You all notice this. I don't notice this. I'm playing the flute or something. I'm kind of, like, as just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a check for myself to see if I can get out of my focus. Wow, that's a 19 for me. So um, I remember that silence. Did I interrupt you? No, what was that role for? For me, to see if I... Because I'm, like, so focused on getting to this He's, portal. like, Adria's been super dogged the entire time, yeah. not participating in any of the Chris stuff. Chris is like, having his guys I'm role-playing. Role <laughs> okay, okay. All right. 
Taking him out of his moment. Let the sorry, dice sorry. talk. Yep. Okay, focus roll. I gotta get back into it. Take roll two. again? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to DM and I'll be the player? Well, <laughs> Four DM. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Kyle, make a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, no, I uh, I remember in a brief moment of like clarity that silence means bad, and um, I'm gonna put put one of my hands back to stop Dell. And guys, it just got silent. That there's there's something here. Um, we either need to get through this place as quick as we can. Or go back and find another way. Because there's something here and it's waiting for us. Is that what your rock tells you? <clears throat> Not this time, no. I, I swear, Isabella was in the rock. Uh-huh. She, she told us, she told me, we gotta find, this is not the time for this. We gotta, we gotta go, we gotta hide somewhere. There's something watching us, I, I swear. All right, I put some mud on me and I hide in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> This is your custom, right? This is how you do things? I'm, I'm going to paint my scales to look like a rock, a la PETA from the Hunger Games. <laughs> that was nuts. Wow. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Oh, I thought you guys were really going to... I was like, are you doing this? Are you hiding? Oh, no, I'm definitely hiding in the mud. I, like, if Adria's like, oh, yeah, we need to hide, I'm like, oh, I've known Adria a lot of, of my life, and this is her hometown, so I'm like, all right, I trust you for this. To be fair, you'd do that if anybody said anything about anything. That's also true. <laughs> Feelings is very trusting. Yeah. Okay, so Feelings is hiding. Othian, what are you doing? I'm also going to try and hide. All right, so <laughs> you're going to hide. So let's, Not uh, with mud. Not with mud. How do you hide? I'm, I'm a rogue. I just, I just hide. <laughs> he, just, he, just, he just disappears all of a sudden from the conversation. I he just blacks out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Othian stops talking for five minutes, and everybody forgets he's there. Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Suro, what do you do? Um, I'm I'm not gonna hide, but I guess I'll I'll become a little more hesitant because although I'm not necessarily worried about what's going on, I uh, I, I do put a lot of stock into what Adria says. Okay, so you're wary, but you're not hiding, Adria. What do you do? Seeing that everybody else decided to just hide, um, except for Sura. Well, because I I was like, we either need to get through this or we need to. Find some place to wait this out. So, yeah, where did hide come from? <laughs> um, I heard hide, and I was like, "All right." I'm I was like, it. "All right, I guess that's what you're doing." Sure, okay. Um, I, um, I guess I'm. I, you know what I'm gonna do? No, please tell us. <laughs> oh, I thought you did. <laughs> oh, I know, but if you want to tell them so they're aware, I'm going to wild shape. Into a butterfly. Oh, you can do that now. Is that level two? Uh-huh. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm going to wild shape into a butterfly. I can stay like this for an hour, and I'm basically going to keep watch. I point to Stuart's like, I told you she was holding back. Okay, so uh, I would like our, our hiders to make a stealth check. 15. Okay. And then if you need to, you can also add inspiration to your hide. The, the drumming helps him hide better. Yeah, he feels the beat as he's like... Uh, 16. <laughs> 16? Still did better Climbing than a tree. He gets his own theme music as he's doing it, essentially. <laughs> the tree dances with him. It's like Mickey Steamboat. Everything's just like... <laughs> 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 the whole <forest. laughs> 
<laughs> all the trees start like dancing and waving in the background <laughs> like they're just chorus characters. Fucking Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> As the rogue and bard hide and mud themselves over. Just and me. He just disappears. Sorry, as the rogue disappears from the conversation <laughs> and then the uh, bard covers himself in mud and a butterfly takes off. Del's like, oh, shoot, uh, we're hiding. Okay, all right, I'm just, uh, uh, uh. And he, oh, he actually had a good selfie. Okay, so uh, he duck, looks like he's just going to go stand behind a bush, but then he, like, crouches down and legitimately disappears. <laughs> <laughs> like, just behind a small bush. Like, he's just like, he does that like stepping down the staircase thing. Yes, he staircase steps down. <laughs> Be right back, y'all. <laughs> but it sounds like he's walking on wood floor, you know? Oh, yeah. So it's even in the mud, it's real impressive. I love this. So from up in the air, as I'm kind of watching everything, can I make some kind of perception to see if there's anything nearby? I wasn't even going to make you do that. I was just going to tell you what you saw as the butterfly. Oh, great. So uh, our, our butterfly above the... Uh, how high are you flying? Like, where'd you go? Uh, he can go twice as high. Take a look. It's yeah. in, a, it's in book. a book. <laughs> I'm a reading rainbow, bitch. <laughs> okay, and so as you reading rainbow, how high are you reading <laughs> rainbowing? I'd like to... Um, um, oh, wait. Do you care that much about the rules because it says no flying or swimming speed? Technically, I can't fly. Can you flutter and I'll throw you up in the air? <laughs> oh my god, please, can that be what we do? You're like, I can't fly, and then like Sura throws you. No, I'm definitely going to let you fly. Like, okay, be, yeah. Great. Um, I, uh, I'm going to go up like 30 feet-ish. Okay. Not super high. I want to be close enough to the ground that I can like, go back down quickly, uh, revert back, and join in on any shenanigans. So you go up to the... We'll say what happens is you get up, like, just to the top of the tree that you're near, and so you can see, but you're not, like, exposed in the open night air, and nothing notices you. And as you're up there, you see and hear uh, a figure walking along the road who has what looks like a yellow lamp. And they have very sallow yellow skin, and they're walking along, and they're probably 200 feet behind where you guys, no, 200 yards, sorry, behind where you're all at. You, you see the fi- like a, a yellow figure coming down the road with a little bit of a light, and you hear it's like, ah, where are they? And he is just sort of like looking worriedly as he's walking down the road, making a lot of noise, like very loud scuffle walks. Mm. Um, I'd like to flutter down about 10 feet behind him. <laughs> You're going to go over to him? Okay. No, not. I want to be out of sight of him. I want to be n- nearer. Well, how intricate is your wing pattern? Because he might notice you. Well, so here's the thing. You, you start going towards him to investigate, and there is a flash of movement in the dark, and a black shadow passes over the road and he's gone before you get 10 feet. Mm. Uh, I fly back up in the air. Um, and I'd like to... Oh, I'll also say that it was on the side of the road that Feelings was close to where he hid in the mud and Othian disappeared. And like opposite side, it was on the same side of the road that you all hid and ran to the opposite side of the road uh, when it took the person walking. And you saw some stuff fall to the ground whenever the guy, whenever it was swept away. So this dude was definitely taken by something. 
I'd actually, instead of flying back up, can I flutter over to Sura? And I'd like to land on Sura's shoulder and do like little butterfly Morse code on <laughs> his neck to say something bad is happening. We need to get out of here now. <laughs> Do I understand that? <laughs> Mor Morse code isn't one of my languages, so I... Specifically butterfly Morse code. <laughs> you know what? No. You don't. <laughs> no, roll for perception. Let's see if you... Uh, okay. uh, let's see if you get the gist. Probably not. Two. <laughs> cool. That's cool. I was weighing on making you do it with disadvantage anyways, so that's fine. Yeah, you're, you, you have no idea what Adrian's trying to tell you right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'd like to do it faster and more feverishly. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when you go to another country and you just speak in your language faster. <laughs> I still don't get it. I flutter over. Can I see Dell? Yes. I flutter over to Dell. Okay. I'd like to do the same thing. Oh, I speak Morse code. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For sure. Yeah. Dot, diddy, dot, dot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Dot, diddy, dot, dot. <laughs> Isn't that a Selena song? <laughs> Probably. And taps... Like, back at you to be like, don't you worry, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dell explains that, y'all, we just, uh, I guess Adria just saw some something down the road get super trashed. I don't know. It was bad. Super something bad over trashed. there. <laughs> super messed up. Just some real drunk college kids down the road. So staying hidden, am I able to, like, mud? crawl over to the stuff that was left behind and pick it up and see what was taken yeah. on the body. Okay. Nothing notices you. I'm literally just standing stationary as all of this is going on around, by the way. Okay. So what did he have on him and what am I taking off the... Okay. So what you see are what look like a series of small... Uh, they appear to be like lemon candies. Ooh, I pop one in my mouth. What does it taste it like? It tastes like lemon. Oh, damn. Okay. And you die. No, I'm kidding. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. I take the lemon candies and... Um, and then uh, one more thing. Roll a d20 for me. 16. Cool. Six. You just find seeds. The, not seeds. You find the lemon candies. Okay, cool. Um, I take the lemon candies and I start like crawling back. As you take the lemon candies, one of the things that you notice is that there are claw marks on the ground dragging across the dirt, and there's, like, a yellow substance in them. Like, something was punctured like and dragged. Candy too? The yellow substance, mm -hmm. or no? It does. Oh, it does. You, did you taste it? Did you yeah, lick yeah, the yeah. claw mark? I would okay. like for you to make a constitution saving throw. Is this lemon grab? 20. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Just straight nat 20. Yeah, you uh, feel a little nauseous, but you keep you keep you keep it down. Not lemon candy. Okay, cool. No, it was definitely lemon flavored, but yeah, not necessarily candy. The way you said his voice makes so much more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> feel a little out of the loop here. I'm not gonna lie. Adventure time. This is a deep cut for all the Adventure Time fans oh. in our audience. Uh, a shallow cut. It's not deep. At it's all. not. Yeah. If you've seen it, you know him. Okay. Um, I grab the candy and I sneak back and I'm like, all right. Um, uh, I will just kind of just stay hidden and crawl behind at like half movement behind Adria and Sura, wherever they go. Like they could probably see me because mud's moving, but still. Like I did get a 15, so maybe I'm doing. You're doing fine. Yeah. The nothing noticed you. 
though. Can I flutter up into the air and see if I can see anything in the forest? Yeah, totally. I'd um, like to like be above the tree line. Before you do that, I just want to check in and see Othian. Have you done anything in this time? Yeah, I've uh, I've moved to a little pile of sticks, and I'm trying to find suitable uh, suitable sticks to make a uh, a trap. Make an investigation <laughs> check. Once, uh, <laughs> He's thinking about his business right now. You never stop thinking about it. You said an investigation. Othian's got a like a he's like a finance bro TikToker. He's like, you never stop hustling. Like, even if you're hiding in the woods, you find a way to make that trap. There's sticks out there, <laughs> traps to be made. I got 21. You got a 21. Okay, yeah, you find some pretty dope sticks. <laughs> yeah, they're like real good sticks, man. In your inventory, write dope sticks. Let me get that in there. Like plus one sticks, or what are we talking here? Ooh, okay, so my timer went off, so we are actually technically at the end of the episode for now. Oh, wow. Uh, so we have to pause for now. <laughs> the timer went off, so... That was... I feel like we got some information out pacing-wise. We got through a bunch of stuff. We got through more than I actually thought we would, so there's that. Uh, any thoughts or opinions about, uh, so far, the, uh, let's say... The, the goals at the top, uh, we can review them. So first off, uh, pacing. How do we feel about pacing today? Did, well, this is you, because like, did you hit the point you wanted to hit? Because we don't yeah. know what you... I mean, uh, story-wise, we have we hit the things that I wanted to make sure that we included, so... Okay. Um, I, I will say, if I can be critical... Yeah. Uh, the, the whole sequence of, like, everybody putting their hand in and the vision... Uh, it was it was kind of it was dense like there was a lot going on. That's fair, yeah. Um, and I don't know that it was the easiest thing to follow. And then at the end of it, even like Daniel was like, I, "That gave me nothing." Yeah, so that's fair. it didn't go over well. I wasn't sure so what that, I did wrong, but that bit was like a little tough for me. Um, that's valid. Yeah. Anybody else? Any other thoughts on the? Or any thoughts on how you might have like maybe done that scene differently? Because I agree, I felt like, and I was worried about it up front. I was like, I don't know how else to fucking do this. I I, I think I wouldn't have. I think I would have just had Quinder be like, uh, if you don't help me, like, where portals are going to tear this place apart. Okay. So you just would have skipped it. Yeah, it. I would have just had Quinder be like very upfront about it instead of this cryptic, like... Because she tried that once before with us, I kind of feel like, and it did not work out well. And she's had 700 years. So I, I've done this a couple of times. I've made that same move before. Mm -hmm. When I was running my very, very, very first campaign, I was doing my six truths to them, and it took 45 minutes to explain it all. And by the end of it, they were, like, asleep. And so when you do lore drops like that, I think it's better to take them, like, bite-sized chunks um, instead of front-loading information, uh, do like a little bit of information, get some input from players, a little bit of information, like have them be involved in the process of giving the lore, because then they're more invested, and yeah. it breaks it up. That's fair. I, was, I think I was scared to do that, because I biffed it real hard with the wedding sequence with that. Like that was part of the thing I wanted to do there, but no, that was also off the rails that mm -hmm. I just... But yeah, I mean, really fair points. I, I totally agree. And I, I think as a general rule, setting stakes is often more effective than dropping lore. Okay. So I think setting the stakes of the situation, like if you don't get my eye back, another collide is going to happen and the world's going to be destroyed as we know it. 
versus here's all the people that were involved in the last collide and all of the blah, 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 blah. And then finishing with a sentence that could have gotten us. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's super fair. But aside from that, I think this was a fun session. I love your references were frustratingly on point. <laughs> Very good. And as was it too much? Like I was like, I didn't know if I was being too heavy handed. Like, no, I, li- I liked it. Uh, as much as I groaned, it was, in, it was fun. As a, a goal for you, I know that we did things that you did not plan for. How were you rolling with those? I didn't really know what to do. Like, Adria did not want to do anything, like, as an example. Like, just very zeroed in on going to the portal and saving the thing because we set the stakes really high, and Adria heard from Isabel, so that was going to be, or Isabella, that's going to be the, the thing, and I just didn't, ex- like, I wasn't sure how to be like, oh, there's this other stuff, and Adria doesn't want to do any of it anymore. Fuck, what do we do? We're just going to go through it. So I wasn't sure how to get you to, like, re-engage with the stuff that I had put up in the way, but mm-hmm. I think you did a really good job of finding a reason to kind of get reinvested. I like that you were doing the checks as you were going to see, like, how much tunnel vision mm-hmm. she had. Um, so I suspect you probably saved me from that a little bit. Like, <laughs> I kind of figured there was... You put that person there for a reason. Like, when a, when a dungeon master puts something there, there's probably a reason it's there. And, but... From like Mr. Lake Dawn Walker or whatever, yeah. Dawn Driver. But like from my perspective, you had just given me this information that I need to save someone I care mm-hmm. about. That's what I care about. Yeah, totally. So, um, and I loved it, by the way. I think that was a fun decision. Like I thought mm-hmm. that was so dope. Just it, it yeah, I, I did really like it. As much as I wasn't sure how to grapple with it, it showed me yeah. my very green edges still. Mm. But I think you did a great job with it. I think you did a good job rolling with those things and it was fun and uh, I enjoyed the whole session. So one thing that I think would be cool to, I'll try to keep a note of this and we can maybe talk about the things that were unexpected too and some of the debriefs that might be neat. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because it's always interesting from a, like I'd love to know sometimes watching like Critical Role or Dimension 20, what kinds of things did the players do that they thought were unexpected yeah and had to roll with like how often does matt mercer improv i'm so curious about that too because he seems so detailed and this is the matt mercer section of the show everybody but uh no i I agree come on onto the mic with us (laughs) (laughs) i wish i had a really good matt mercer voice but i i I could maybe do matt mercer but cole cassidy from overwatch only can we hear that just to see if we want to try it out for the show (coughs) it's high noon Wow, that was pretty good. Okay, that can stay. Cool. We're going to call that in on occasion. All right. Uh, Daniel, Daniel, what about you? What's going on in Daniel's Go me first. You don't want to hear Kyle's opinion? I thought, did I? What? Kyle, would you like to Kyle. Yeah, I could go. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought everything was great. Uh, another great <laughs> session for the books. God uh, damn it. Just loved every moment so of it. so much. <laughs> another great session for the books, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No complaints, uh, no negatives, no cons, all pros. No Fantastic. complaints, no conversation. Fantastic. Can't even follow up with that. That's just God. A good. High That's mark. way better than what I did, <laughs> man. Way better. Daniel, do man, you I gotta learn from you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, now that I got exactly what I expected out of Kyle. <laughs> uh, Kyle, will you do a workshop on giving feedback? Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel like I could really benefit from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could do that. We'll, we'll get that set up. We'll, we'll do that at the bridge together. You know, yeah. Saturday class. <laughs> This isn't off the rails at all. Daniel, what do you think? Um, 
yeah, lore drop was a bit heavy. Like, for that section, for me, like, sometimes, like, if you don't, you can't communicate it or, like, you feel like you'll lose players, sometimes you can just send them a lore doc and be like, hey, here's lore that's in the background that you might have missed. I mean, we're all here because we enjoy playing the game, and we're always going to try to stay checked into the game as long as we can. Yeah. Um, but for people at home, like, an easy way to do it for those are, that are interested in lore and you want to share it, you can always just drop, like, a write-up, a word doc for those sections. In that section, I think it was a good call. Well, I don't know if that happens specifically, but, like, when you're, like, trying to deal with, like, oh, I don't know how to get my players invested, sometimes just asking them is fine. Like, what is it that you want? Because Kinder still wants to have the collide stop, right? Like, that yeah. is their motive um okay so they need people to help them so let's figure out what they can do to get these people to help them so it's like whether it's money financial power etc or just because they're good people then that's how you can sell it to them right so that's pretty chill um i enjoyed the fun like i guess uh what is it like easter eggs in the game uh the luke one i don't know if he had more to do uh i guess we'll never know yeah i I (laughs) have no idea so if I could jump in there really quickly, that one seems so odd to me because people immediately started asking him for directions, even though we had a guide with us. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know if I, I squashed that and I shouldn't have. Maybe I should have not jumped in, but it seemed odd to me that, like, we brought this guy with us to show us where to go, and then people were asking this random person with a goblin on his back. No, I I, I didn't, in the moment, too, like, the Dell character, like, I was thinking of him, like, he's not going to want to, like, get help from this guy, so... I don't think it was weird, but it, I don't. I don't know. I thought it was fine. But what? Maybe Dell wasn't originally supposed to be there. Is that? You know, maybe there were just a few different options to make sure you could find your way because the DM is notorious for never giving you enough like directions. <laughs> that's fair. That right. is fair. Okay. Sorry, Daniel. Go ahead. No, no, that's great. I think that's a good input because it could have been like a safety net, but then if you had like rails to cover or not like rails, but like uh, a safety net there to catch us, like did that section there like it was fun it was cute it was just like i was just like i had no idea what we were doing there I well i mean it, it it ended up pretty quickly because it was also one of the ones where adria was like we're not doing this we've got to go do the thing um so i didn't hate how it happened uh because it gave us an opportunity to see that i was considering not doing it but there was it, it doesn't matter now but like there's there's stuff there too but yeah i'm not gonna to tell s- you what because it might be a thing later I have to say, I think one of my favorite things was when we entered a part of the swamp that went totally silent, and then I had to remember back on the thing that you had mentioned before, and then I had to think, like, uh, do I remember this? And uh, that was really cool to, to kind of go back on that. And let's talk hearts and wishes for a second, because I think that's a good thing to, to talk about. Yeah, so let's go around and, like, the things... I think we've already talked about some of the things that we've kind of enjoyed and liked as we were getting through some of the notes. Like, do you guys have any wishes? Anything you want to see as we're working now in the new content context? Uh, I, I think I have... I think I have a wish, and I think it's... it's um, we haven't had a lot of combat. Um, and you made a comment with, with Grumsphere of, like, we kind of circumvented that by having Sora just, like, pick him up. And what I would maybe say is don't give us an option. Like... If, if if there's a combat that needs to happen, like just make it happen and we'll we'll do it. But because yeah, now I don't know. Like oh, was the thing with the 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 lake air driver was that going to be something? And we just kind of circumvented it. Is like what's going on right now in the swamp like supposed to be something? And we just kind of circumvented it because it's uh, we're almost metagaming. Um, not metagame, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess that would be my thing. Is just like like don't be afraid to just make us do shit. 
Yeah, and not even give us an option to go around it. Uh, for me, I'm just trying to figure out the stakes of our adventure right now. Like now, like it, it's kind of setting in. Like, oh yeah, we're trying to prevent the collide. But I'm, I'm still trying to figure out. Like, okay, where do, like, I think we're helping stop this. We're looking for an eyeball. Okay, cool. Um, just I think, be quicker. Like, I, like don't be afraid to be quicker to be like, hey, here's what we're trying to get. Here's what I'm trying to get you to do. Here's your goals. Um, I love the role play, but sometimes. Just need to know what the hell I'm supposed to do. Uh, wishes. I have to say, I wish that Lemon Grab stayed alive longer. <laughs> um, I would have loved to have you be Lemon Grab for a while, because that's my wish now. Got it. I okay. want Lemon Grab's twin to come back. Uh, <laughs> um, but really, um, my wish is that we fight this fucking basilisk. That's my wish. Oh, hold on. My wish is that we cut back one day to that where kitten, because I really want to I want to know, like, something is out here trying to hunt us right now. I want to know what it is, and I want to beat it. Like, yeah. There, there's, yeah, there's a lot of basilisk foreplay going on right now, and let's just get fucking into it. It's getting us, kinda, it's getting us a little rock hard. All right, uh, any wishes from, from Kyle? If you say it's great, I'm going to fucking leave. <laughs> uh, only wish, I wish there was more uh, small animals uh, yeah, in this fair. session. That is I mean, we have a butterfly. Oh, no. I, insects. Hold on. Are insects I animals? I have a jar. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you make a jar out of dope sticks. <laughs> yeah, I got my dope sticks in the inventory. Yeah, and you have like a goblin carrying bag, so you can... Yeah. Only carry a goblin or three or whoever. Whatever I catch is going in there. All right, cool, I like it. It's the bag of many pets. Uh, okay, so the stuff we did today, pacing wise, a little bit better. I think player inclusion went better, right? Like as far as I think we had everybody kind of talking more mm -hmm. regularly. I feel like yeah, yeah, and and I think I think we had a good um, kind of connection for. Adria in this episode, like bringing Isabel back through the rock. I think that was a nice way to kind of highlight. Um, maybe you know, maybe if we're able to just do that every couple episodes, you yeah. know, kind of highlight because like like feelings had uh, you know his combat with Gerald a mm -hmm. couple episodes ago where he kind of had his own thing, and then you had like the interaction. So I don't know. I like that. I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's good. All right, um, and then let's talk about our bonus goals. All right, so more Othian. Othian talked at least five times, so that was uh, <laughs> done. We did it. Uh, wow. We for sure got five distinct accents, I think, right? I think we can call that, yeah? Okay. One character that pops in whose name starts with an X, W, or Z. <gasps> I didn't get that one. You No. Wow. What was the name of Lemongram? Um, I guess we don't know that dude's name yet. Yeah, we don't know. Maybe, maybe it was Xavier. He or... was snapped up before we could find out. Yeah. Yeah, or did he drop a name tag? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Somebody make a luck check. Let's see if he dropped a name tag. <laughs> is that a luck check? Luck check? That's a four. Is that a thing? This isn't Pathfinder. You're right. It's the fucking outro of the show. We're not playing the game anymore. <laughs> Play, actually playing Cyberpunk Red, so just go Welcome ahead. Welcome to Call of Cthulhu. Get ready for body horror. <laughs> yeah, you also got a four. Yeah, my rolls are not good. How do we... How do we D20? Yeah, just a regular D20. It was all nice. I did investigation. I'm a butterfly, so I'm not going to roll. <laughs> Fair. Butterfly in the sky. <laughs> you cannot roll the die.
A nine. A nine. Okay. Uh, you find a name tag, and uh, it says, hello, my name is, but it's really, really scratched. Aww. And at the end of it, you can see that it ends in an X, and it says the Lemon Mancer underneath that. It Hi, my name is uh, ending in an X, the Lemon Mancer. It ends in an X? Yep, the name ends in an X. The Lemon Mancer? Yes. This is my wish. <laughs> I Ma want him. I want him. <laughs> <laughs> I want this person. <laughs> this is my wish. <laughs> it was an X, Y, or Z. It was supposed. To it had to start, start with, with an X, X Y, or so yeah. So unless w. his name is Zach. What, what was the goblin? What was the goblin? Oh, name? you guys never asked about the goblin. We don't know. It's fucking Yoda. Uh, it should have <laughs> been yeah. yeah some variation of Yoda. Yoda. But I said you know we're gonna say W X or Z though. Oh no Y okay no okay. Y oh right. Woda Woda yeah because Y is pretty easy to get W I think is harder yeah William Wade Wilson William oh you said that right. oh wait we did have an NPC with a W the oh no Eddie's the driver Willie's the horse and the horse didn't talk this time never mind shit. Anyways, Next time. Uh, the other one I didn't get is nobody had peanut butter this time. Nobody, man. That's so easy. I would have even accepted uh, an obsession with Mr. Peanut Butter from BoJack Horseman. Yeah, that was my first thought. Mm, noted. Okay, cool. Uh, voiced by the brilliant Paul F. Tompkins. Shout out, Paul. R.I.P., <laughs> just in case. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins and Bob Dylan are both still alive. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, anything else you guys want to plug or talk about before we close out the show? Great yeah. show. Uh, I'd love to plug Grug's Greats for all of your great needs. Yes. Uh, definitely watch uh, a movie on YouTube that's coming out sometime next in 2024 called The Shocker. Maybe 2025, actually. Let's be honest. <laughs> what, what's it's it actually called? called The Shocker. It's <laughs> Spider-Man Absolution. Get it right. I wish it was, but it's not. I'd also like to plug Reading Rainbow. Uh, check out SketchUp packets somewhere. Okay, cool. Well, I think that's uh, that's all. We've had a word from all of our sponsors. <laughs> oh, really quickly, I'd like to plug uh, another another podcast here just four times in a row. If you could listen to One Shot at a Time, listen to One Shot at a Time, listen to One Shot at a Time, and then go check out your forever DM, Daniel Lockover, at One Shot at a Time. We've got our five plugs in for the episode. Whoa, four shots at a time. Ooh, wow. I, I've heard that uh, that that podcast also features our, our old guest, Daniel Lee. So... Hey folks, we've had a lot of fun here tonight at Crash Course DM, but on a more serious note, if you or a loved one ever struggle with the temptation to force feed your players information in what medical textbooks refer to as a lore dump, like our dungeon newbie did, just pause for a moment and then don't do that. Remember, friends don't let friends lore dump all over friends. This has been another episode of Crash Course DM. We make these every other week and put them out on your favorite podcasting platform of choice and YouTube, all in videos now. We come see our screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please like, comment, subscribe. We read all the comments currently. It I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, it's the end of the show. I think if we get enough interest, we could do some more uh, inventive videos. 
Mm-hmm. It'd, it'd just be like Kyle doing the Macarena for an hour and a half straight. <laughs> As a screensaver? Yeah. I could do I'd that. Yeah. You know, word of friend, oh, word of friend, word of mouth is our best friend right now. Friend so of your mouth. <laughs> friend of mouth is word our best friends. word right now. I'd like to, to uh, shout out word of friends. Thank you to our special sponsor for this episode, word of friends. Just the word of friend. Word of the day. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies all about the show. Catch you in a couple weeks. <laughs>